0: Hello and welcome to the Imaginology Way podcast where we talk about all things hypnosis, well-being and real magic. In this week's episode we're going to talk about smell and then we're going to go back into self-hypnosis with a particular focus on meditation. start this week with a question. Are you a bath person or are you a shower person? Well me, I'm both. I love my showers and I love my baths too. But this week, my bath didn't quite turn out the way I was expecting it. And I didn't know why. I'm laying in the bath as normal, just minding my own business, relaxing and enjoying. But something wasn't quite right. And then it dawned on me. I'd picked up a different shampoo to the one I normally use and it got me thinking and it got me thinking about the topic we're going to start this week's podcast with and it's that of smell. You see smell is a really incredible sense. It's a really strange sense as well out of all our senses whether it's visual or our hearing or our feeling. Smell is unique in that when we take air in through our nose and we recognize those molecules, they're picked up into the olfactory bulb at the base of the brain, which then automatically goes straight to the piriform cortex. This is a direct path into the human brain. It gets there quicker than any of other our senses. Now, I believe, from what I've read in the past, that this is all to do with survival. You see, our acuity of our senses, to make sure that we protect ourselves, and in particular, whilst eating and foraging. We can obviously see food as it appears in front of us, we can pick it up. And then of course, if you watch a young baby or even animals, they'll often smell first and then touch it to their lips, checking out whether it's safe to even eat. And of course, smell gets there before the lips and it takes it in so it rapidly tells us whether it's safe to eat or whether it's pungent and we should leave it alone. So why would that affect my bath? Well, as I mentioned, I picked up the wrong shampoo. When I'm in a bath, the shampoo I normally use, and I hadn't really given much thought to this at all until today, but I do choose it. I choose coconut. You see, I love just laying in the bath. I often have a candle lit. I might even sometimes burn incense. But I always use my coconut shampoo, and it takes me straight back to being on a beach. I was very fortunate a few years ago to spend my time as the only person on a beach in Jamaica. I have photographs and videos of that. I just loved being there. And this takes me back instantly. And I think it is this smell that does it. What we talk about is that smells evoke autobiographical memories, often back to our childhood. And that's why sometimes you get a smell and you're not quite sure where it's come from. You see it's an interesting thing in that we, we really perceive things through our smell as opposed to actually conceiving it. It takes us back to the way we felt. We'll sometimes remember toys and things that were around us at the time. But it's that whole overall perception of how we felt when we smelled them. And I get taken back to my beach. But I mentioned showers as well. You see, I actually use in the shower a shower gel that smells like the forest. And when I'm in the shower, it's almost like the rain's coming down on me and I'm in the forest. And I do use that experience, as short as it is, to take myself to somewhere else. And it's this ability to take yourself to somewhere else that becomes really powerful. So thinking about this and thinking about what we were going to talk about this week, which was self-hypnosis. It was this capability to take ourselves to wherever we want. And of course, using smell as one of the key triggers to do that. To take ourselves to these places that's so important and then of course breathing in through our nose to sense these molecules is absolutely important breathing with our noses has some fundamental things there are sensors in there that test the temperature so that we can make sure that the what temperature the air is as we take it into our bodies it also checks the humidity The actual sinus cavities in the nose allowed there to be extra humidity, extra water vapour put into the air as it goes into our bodies, which allows everything to happen in a much more automatic way, which is why it's really important to breathe in through our noses. In the second half of today's podcast, when we get talking about self-hypnosis and in particular meditation, because it's the 23rd of January today, 2021, which is Global Meditation Day. So I thought, why not? Let's use hypnosis to get into meditation but more about that in the second half but we will be using our noses to breathe in and i will talk you through the process now once in meditation you can breathe in and out through your nose i prefer to breathe in through my nose and out through my mouth and there are lots of different schools of thought about what you should do the most important thing though you have to remember is always breathe in through your nose whether you breathe out through your nose or your mouth Hey, don't forget to mention... This week's Don't Forget to Mention is a book, The Thais of You Can Do, by Bruce Lee. This book's been with me since my early teens, and has really shaped my thinking and philosophy about lots of things, not just combat sports, but lots of life lessons. Along with Chuck Norris, who I discovered at the same time, he was also in a film with Bruce Lee, uh, The Way of the Dragon... The Inner Strength book by Chuck Norris, which I've got a signed copy of, I'm pleased to say, has got some great bits and pieces in it too. But like Chuck, Bruce often gets misquoted, so we've got to be a bit careful. But the reason I wanted to mention it today was, uh, I constantly mention about the Imaginology way being this idea that take what you can that works, add in bits of your own, and then make it yourself. And this clearly came from the early days of me reading Bruce Lee, In when Bruce mentioned, absorb what is useful, discard what is not, and add what is uniquely yours. That is true also for the Imaginology Way. So, back to this week's podcast. Let's jump back into self-hypnosis. I covered the real basics in episode 8, and we're just going to build on that today. So, just a little recap. If you need to get more detail, just go back to episode eight. Although at this stage, we're still keeping it very simple. And then in a moment, I'm going to talk you through how to use hypnosis to get into meditation so that we can improve our daily meditative practices. So, there were three things I mentioned when we covered self-hypnosis: three things you need to ask yourself before you start to do self-hypnosis on yourself. What is the purpose? of what you're doing at that moment in time. How much time you're going to give yourself for that, what time frame you're going to give yourself. And what is the outcome? And the outcome was really just twofold. One is, if it's just before sleep, the outcome is that you're going to go into a nice, peaceful, slumber sleep. And if it's the day ahead, you want to get yourself nice and wide awake, ready to take action and conquer the universe. So always ask yourself those three questions before you start. But in today's example, we're going to do meditation. A really simple technique to get into meditation. But before we get into that, I would better just clear up a few things. In the past, and I'm not saying I'm guilty of this, although I have done it, but I don't think it's a real issue, is we sometimes intermix the words mindfulness, meditation, and sometimes even hypnosis. You see, these things are all interlinked However, there are practitioners that really focus on just one of those things. And some of those people will argue vehemently that the others don't even cross over. I take a wider, broader, holistic view to all of this. Mindfulness has become a real movement uh, in, in the modern time. But mindfulness is very much about that, that focus, that in the moment, but really focus on one outcome. Meditation, which has got thousands of years of history behind it, is very much about releasing focus. You'll often hear of people using mantras and affirmations uh, and doing those kind of things on a daily, daily basis and building it up. And then we've got hypnosis, of course. Now, I kind of argue that mindfulness sits in the core of that focus piece. Then wrapped around it is the wider meditative piece where we release ourselves out to change. But to really drive it forward is the wrapper, which is hypnosis. So they kind of all exist within each other. Now, of course, I'm a hypnotist, so I kind of put hypnosis at the top. I'm not saying it's better or greater. I'm just saying that all meditation and all mindfulness have hypnosis as part of them. Whereas it's not true the other way around. All hypnosis isn't mindfulness or meditation. That's just the way I see it. But remember... These are just simple models for you to be able to understand, to be able to do them. And the other key thing about meditation is that you need to be trying to do it daily. You need to do this daily change to get compound gains. Every day, whether it's just 10 minutes, 15 minutes, up to 20 minutes. I know Arnold Schwarzenegger does it twice a day for 20 minutes. But just set your own goals. But get this daily practice in. And then... Going forwards, you'll get the benefits. It's like charging that battery up, even though you don't need to use it today, but it's ready to when you need it. And there will be days when, for whatever reason, you're not able to do it, but because you've got some in the bank, it's building up. So just think of it as those small daily changes, giving you those big compound gains over time. We're going to aim to do that. And to get into hypnosis today, self-hypnosis, and to get into meditation, we're going to combine the two. So a very simple meditation exercise using hypnosis to get you in there. I'm going to talk you through that in a moment. It won't be guided meditation or guided hypnosis. It's simply a framework you can follow to do some self-hypnosis or meditation. Well, how does this fit into the Imaginology way? Well, if you listen to episode 9, I talked about and recapped how I do my sort of goal setting, how I actually start my day off and start with a very intentional day. So I do that, it takes about five to seven minutes. I then spend 20 minutes meditating. And that's how I pull everything together in the morning. So, back to episode eight, if you want to understand self-hypnosis. All the same things apply. Find a space in which you're going to do your meditation. Make sure you've turned off all alarms, etc. So that you're not going to get disturbed. Let people know what you're actually doing. This is intentionally your time. And then, remember, set your time. If you need to be somewhere later on and you're worried that you're going to miss that, set an alarm that's longer than the time you're doing, just in case you're worried. That way you won't be worrying about it in your mind's eye. Find that space. Make sure you're fully hydrated. Make sure you're wearing some loose clothing. And then you're set up for success. Now, ideally, you'll do this in the same space each day at the same time. You're going to start... This repetitiveness, building up habits, these habitual habits that become really powerful over time. So if you can do that, that's kind of awesome. But remember, you can do self-hypnosis anywhere. You can do self-hypnosis for 90 seconds stood in the queue in the supermarket. I do it frequently. But today is about meditation. Today is about getting into that nice, relaxed state. This is a great way of practicing self-hypnosis. This is a great way of practicing meditation. And you've got the mindfulness built in there too. So at this point, if it helps, go and find your space and get yourself prepared and then listen again, and then turn the recording off and follow along. I just had an idea. If anybody reaches out to me, I'll happily record a full session 15, 20 minutes long, almost do it as a guided meditation using hypnosis, and I'll put it on my website so you can go and listen to it on there as an MP4. But for now, this is just a learning exercise. So find your space, sit down and then just follow this along find a comfy chair or sit on the floor ideally upright not leaning back or slouching too much and not laying down remember we're meditating we're not trying to get to sleep and then what I want you to do is to take your dominant hand and lay it across your heart and take your other hand and lay it across that so you've got your hands across across your heart and we're going to start with our three breath exercise and then what we're going to do we need to have our word ready so if you remember in the imaginology way in the ellipse in the middle of the two crossing circles and if anybody's just listening to this for the first time it's going to be a bit tricky you need to go and do some recap but we'll have a word for the day and that's the word we're going to use often in meditation i'll only use a one syllable word so let's just use the word hope as a word we can use for practicing today so my right hand goes on my chest across my heart across with my left hand i'm now going to do breathing exercise which is my three six nine times three so we're going to breathe through our noses in for three hold for six and breathe out for nine in for three through our nose hold for six out for nine in for three, hold for six, out for nine let your hands go down to be relaxed onto your lap and close your eyes now what we're going to do we're going to breathe in through the nose and as we exhale we're going to say the word out loud five times we're going to say hope on five breaths so we're gonna go hope 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 continue the breathing and just say the word in your mind not out loud we allow our breathing to slow down even slower and after those 10 breaths we're going to continue breathing bringing our breath down even slower and we're going to imagine the air being sucked in through your nose expanding your lungs as it pushes your diaphragm down and as you exhale visualize that air flowing out of your mouth and continue to visualize the air coming in and the air flowing out. And just continue like this, just allow your mind to settle. Don't worry if things come into your mind, just allow your mind to settle. If you start to drift off and voices start, concentrate back on the breathing. As it flows in, as it flows out and you just continue this rhythm as you send to yourself you could have relaxed music in the background if that helps or you could have silence just continue (sighs) with that rhythm and just practice five minutes a day to start with and start to build it up as you stay with that central focus and as you get to the end of the period that you chose You will just come back out of this period of meditation and hypnosis. And if you're ready to start your day, you'll feel energized and ready to take on that universe. If you did it just before bed, you'll now be peaceful and restful. So just to recap, so there's no confusion. You set your purpose to be ready to study. Let's call it that. I've set my purpose. I want to be ready to study. I've said that in my mind a few times before I even start the self-hypnosis meditation. I know I'm going to do it for 10 minutes, and I want to come out of hypnosis ready to take on the day. I then choose my focus word that could be, say, learn. I'm going to repeat that word as per the instruction. So go ahead and practice. What have you got to lose? Try a little bit every single day. Any questions at all, any confusion, just get in touch. You should know how to get in touch by now. Just follow my medias. Just follow the link from wherever you got the podcast from. Hey, what's on next week's episode? On next week's episode, I've got Claire Defraga-Gomez. Claire is a fascinating person. I've known Claire for a couple of years now. Always inspirational, full of knowledge and hyper-professional. Originally trained in cardiac surgery. Now an acupuncturist. An extremely busy acupuncturist working here in Surrey. She's going to be sharing some uh, of her knowledge and experience. And of course, I'm hoping to tease out some hints and tips for you all. So I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. Remember, be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. Take action and live a life of intent. Bye for now.